0: If you're looking for a community that includes worship, prayer, connections, encouragement, and the Word of God, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Godspot Podcast powered by Elevated Faith. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to the Gone Spot Podcast, powered by Eleven Faith. My name is BJ.
1: And I'm Allie.
0: It is January already. Woo!
1: Can you believe it? January 6th. That's this crazy. is crazy. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> and... The kids are back in school. Yes. Man, it's, it was great. It was great time off. I got to spend two and a half, almost three weeks with Jaden, so it was nice. It's, yeah. It's
0: always a good time. It
1: is. It is always a good time. How about you?
0: It was good. It was yeah. uh It's rough. I I work in a school district. Yep. So (laughs) when I'm not working, I don't really get paid, but it's okay. It took some time. This last week, I slept a lot.
1: That's like, yeah, that's like Will. Yeah, he's been off too. So I think he's getting a little, he got a little, Yeah. he got a little cabin fever. Like, <laughs> <And> oh. <laughs> not only do
0: you have cabin fever, but you start to miss, like, the kids, you know. I think so, and, yeah. Uh, your coworkers and everything like that, so.
1: Yeah, and the fact, of uh, keeping busy every day. like. Yeah, yeah
0: I, it, it, I mean, I've d- done stuff around the house, but th- it's, it's hard. Different. It's, it, it's different, it's hard to think of stuff to do, you know. <laughs> it's like, I need to be stuff for other people in the to do, so. <laughs>
1: But it's good. It is good. We're just rolling along. We are,
0: and uh, Super Bowl coming up in a few weeks has nothing to do with God. but
1: uh, That's okay. All I have to say is uh, Super Bowl is on what day this year?
0: February. the first Sunday of February, I believe.
1: Good. So I'm not sharing my birthday with Super Bowl. (laughs) I'm a little selfish like that. Sorry. I'm a little selfish. Cecily says one year, she goes, that's why I'm going to try to find somebody. I don't want them involved in any kind of sports because this football, I said, I know. But anyway, <laughs> it usually falls around my birthday. Right. So I never really get to I celebrate, but then I don't really because it's a toss-up. Right. It's always a toss-up. So yeah. I remember yeah. they, my one year, Cecily and, and, and Will almost went to blows about celebrating my birthday because it was on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, "Wow!" So I'm happy about that. Yeah, I'm selfish.
0: <laughs> and uh, it's uh, just let me just throw this out there: uh, you can pray all you would like for your team to win, to make it into the Super Bowl. I have a theory that God doesn't really care who wins the Super Bowl.
1: Oh.
2: People will be like, "Oh," Ooh. but I
0: mean, I think God has more important things to worry about. That's that's just me, Ooh. you know, just me. I'm, Ruffle some feathers right there. And you you know? did
1: ruffle some feathers. It's We're gonna get some hate mail.
0: Probably. Well, it's I mean, better than not getting Will no mail at all. Jefferson. <laughs> hey. <laughs> this is
1: not Will Jefferson. This is Will Johnson. Thank you. No,
0: I the hate mail's gonna come from. <laughs> it
1: is gonna come from you. <laughs> what are you putting out there? It's like, football. we you, you ever
0: get a chance to watch a football game with Will? Um, he is. He tells you the plays before they actually happen. He does. So he's really, really good guy to he watch really football with. He is. If you don't know anything about the game, he's. Mm-hmm. A, he is.
1: He actually he calls the plays. It's really good. I remember we were at one of the one of the high school games. And he was calling the plays, and it was funny because one of the parents was like, "Why aren't you out there coaching?" He said, "I, I, I am, but you know, I'm not out there right now. But I do." They <laughs> were like, "This guy knew what he' talking about." I'm like, "Oh, geez, here we go." <laughs> but he is very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable in the game. So
0: yeah, so uh, there was just be this game show Uh-oh. hosted by Chuck Woolery. Okay. Called The Love Connection. Ooh, you ever remember oh, that one?
1: I remember that one.
0: So the concept of The Love Connection was these single people would come on mm-hmm. and then they would somehow pair them up with, I believe it was three right. people, and they would send them on a date yes. with each one. Right. And then they would come on the show mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, he was no good, oh, she was this. he right, was right, that. Right, right, and then right. eventually they bring them out and mm-hmm. they'd like, oh, how'd the date go? Right. And Oh, she wasn't a good kisser or whatever the case is and they ended up do you want to go on a second date or yeah. not and kind
1: of like blind date. Remember blind date? No. Okay. Keep going. Wow. Wow. Somebody
0: just aged themselves. Yeah, anyway. you did with
1: with the love connection. I did. You right. Did. You're right. You did with the love connection. No,
0: some of the new version, the one the one whatever. Just, uh, I don't know what you're talking. Um <laughs> I bring up The Love Connection because I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, and it's been revived in various ways. Um, MTV had a show that was similar to The Love Connection, albeit a little bit more raunchy and definitely not for Christians. Mm. Um, but uh, dating has always been this complicated thing. Right. right? And so years ago, producers... And TV show creators found a way to make it out of make entertainment out of it, and mm-hmm. and you you and it's it's been all throughout culture. It's it's in show Bachelor.
1: I was gonna say the Bachelor, Bachelor. the oh, Bachelorette, Bachelor yes. in Paradise. Yes, um, on BET actually they have um, uh, what's the name of the show? Dang it. Keep talking. It's I'm not like, dang
0: It. That's not the name of the show. That's not the name of the no, show. No, that would be a really uh, weird name for a show. Uh, keep talking. So, and, and it's a, a Big Brother is not a dating show, uh, but there's a lot of the producers put certain people on there that they feel may uh, click, quote unquote, romantically. And so, dating the dating culture has uh, been part of society for a number of years. Who wants to marry a millionaire? Yes. I don't know if you remember that yes. one-night game show.
1: The show is called Ready to Love.
0: Ready to Love.
1: Yes, and that's it's almost on the lines of The Bachelor, except these are um, there's a set of women, and then there's a set of guys, and everybody is intermingling, mm. and eventually, yes. So it's like the guys are looking for love, the women are looking for love, and who's going to be the better match? And so they're all hooking up.
0: There's another one, I think it was on ABC, Uh, Where they did something very similar to that, Uh, they put them on an island. Temptation Island. Temptation Island. Yep, I remember. She knew that. She knew that too fast. I didn't know that
1: (laughs) because I thought it was gross. I still think it's gross.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so I I bring up all those dating and quote unquote love shows, and I use that concept, that Mm -hmm. word very loosely with these shows. Bachelor, Bachelorette. I think have produced. I think I read only two successful marriages. Wow. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. been, like, 20 seasons of that. Right. And, and nothing good has ever come out of Temptation Island. I could imagine. Like, you know, nothing. I except. could imagine.
1: Or that other one, the X on the Beach. That's on VH1. I've watched, like, one episode. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the um, It's a younger version, of course. Right. But they're all... Um, they go on this... They're in this beach condo kind of deal. And then eventually... It's randomly, whatever the, whatever, however they do it, they go out to the beach and then they don't know whose ex is going to show up at the beach. So the ex is brought in to just add more chaos and havoc. Oh, oh, like
0: the actual ex.
1: The actual
0: ex, yes. Yes.
1: Mm. I'm like, oh, this is not good at all. But I do have to say though, my all time favorite. Uh oh. 90 Day Fiance.
0: Oh, yeah. I am
1: so fascinated with this. It just blows my mind that it's like out of all the people in the United States, you have to go out of the country and online, no doubt. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. so I constantly, but I find myself just really, just enthralled in the relationship. The more you try to
0: wrap your head around it, the less you can't, but the more you watch.
1: I'm watch because I'm like, wow, this is some stuff right here. This, I mean, the yeah. money that's put into the travel and just, you know, trying to make this long distance thing work.
0: Right, and so for those of you who don't Ooh. know the cost of the 90 Day Fiance, uh, the United States has this uh, policy in place. Uh, where, you know, essentially, if somebody comes from abroad, so out of the country, uh, they're here 90 days, uh, if you get married to them, they get citizenship.
1: A canine, and, and they they have to come on a canine visa, mm-hmm. and once their foot lands, oh, this is the show, Right, once their foot hits American soil, that's when their 90 days start. So they either have to be married in that 90 days or they're back out to their country. I've even watched the show where it's 90 days the other way where Americans have gone to other countries and it's the same concept. And I saw one episode where this lady, I mean, she's like in her upper 50s, almost 60s, grown kids, grandkids, this whole deal. She gave up her everything, retirement, everything to go to India and be with this guy that she had been online with for like the last year and a half, two years, come to find out he was already in an arranged marriage. Oh. Heart, you talk about heartbreak. Yeah. I felt bad for her. I did feel bad for her because then the guy is like, well, I love her so much. No, you didn't love her enough to tell her. Right. You didn't love her enough to tell her. So she, I mean, literally gave up everything. She comes back to the United States now with nothing. Living in her daughter's apartment.
0: Wow, heartache. <sighs> Here's the thing with this: I'm sure there's a lot of embellishment with those shows. Because, I'm sure, um, but but that that is a reality. It's a and reality, and I don't know if I, I don't haven't done any research on it in the last number of years. So I don't know if it still is, but there used to actually be uh, an underground like business of this 90 Day Fiance bit. You know, also,
1: like male order brides, a, sex
0: uh, trafficking. Not yes. sex trafficking. People trying to get to get citizenship, and so people would be paid x number of dollars, and we're talking about thousands and tens of thousands of dollars to marry these people, right? And, right. Because you know it was, anyways.
1: Was it for? Is it for the purpose of getting a citizenship? Oh, citizenship! A citizenship quickly. yeah. You know, Got it.
0: Because um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, citizenship in the country, ten to twenty years sometimes. But, yeah. But yeah, that's a whole different topic and. Different podcasts.
1: And we're going where with this, DJ? <laughs>
0: Thank you. <Miles>. <laughs> <laughs> the train kind of derailed when you brought up 90 Day Fiance.
1: I know. But... Um,
0: so the world has this view of dating and what relationships should be like. Mm. Uh, but if you are uh, a believer and you read the Bible and you call yourself a Christian, mm-hmm. the world of dating is so much different. Okay. and difficult mm-hmm. and it, it's far-reaching and the problems there, there there's a lot of problems that plague christian christians who are tempting and are dating mm-hmm. and uh and so that's kind of what we, what we want to talk about tonight not just the problems but um the joys of christians dating mm-hmm. and uh, kind of what all of that entails right uh because as christians how we date and how we pursue a relationship should be different of how the world pursues a relationship.
1: Right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. Okay. I'm not single. I've been married for 21 years. So I have no clue. I I have no clue what dating would even look like if something was say something was to happen to Will and he was not. I would just die a widow. Right. I would just die a widow because I see the woes and the pains. Like even for Cecily, just even on you know like dating apps and that on that kind of thing, it's just it's horrendous. Some yeah. of the stuff that she shared is just like. Really, wow! You know, now mind you, there's been some good things. You know, people. There's been some people, a few people we know that have actually met on online mm-hmm. dating and have got married, and yeah. it's been successful. However, there I think those are like one in I don't know. Right. <laughs> It's not a lot of success. And if you guys out there listening know anybody that met online and they're married now and they're still together, let us know.
0: Yes, please do. Let, let us know. Yeah. We'd like to celebrate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> even if they're not believers, we just want to celebrate we that. We just want yeah. to
1: celebrate. I mean, seriously, because right now, that's not it, the online thing and the um, dating apps and stuff. It's not, not getting a very successful right. thing, you know? Yeah. And even the Christian app, the Christian apps, are not because come to find out, I I was with someone not too long ago, and she was saying she's out that you know she's single and she's hit up this you know she's a believer and she's hit up the singles app. She goes, girl, she said they're like wolves in sheep clothing. She said they on the Christian dating sites, but they're not because they come out the wo-. yeah. She said so it's it's not right. It, it's rough. It's
0: it rough. is. It is. It's it's tough to be a uh, single, mm-hmm. and I'm just recently. Coming off of being single, I'm. Yes. thank the Lord I'm Let's not talk single about anymore. That.
1: Let's talk about that, BJ. Uh,
0: so just let me give you guys some backstory. Leading into 2019, uh, probably for maybe two or three years prior to that, um, I start to come to this grasp. I, I, I love kids. If you ask anybody around me, they'll tell you I love kids. And uh, I've always wanted my own family. Mm-hmm. And... I always wanted that, you know, not that picture perfect life, but I always wanted somebody to come home to, and yeah, right. I want kids and grandkids and great, great, great grandkids, Ooh, and because yeah. all my kids are gonna be great. But anyway, just <laughs> <that's, laughs> um, <Well, I'm> <laughs> for a period of time, I thought that my like God was guiding me in a life of living on the mission field. Then with that came, okay, maybe it was just meant for me to be single, right? Uh, I'm not I'm not that good, good at dating. Com- I'll be completely honest. I'm not that good at dating. Okay. Uh, I'm awkward. I'm weird. I make weird jokes when I shouldn't make weird jokes. <laughs> of course, I make weird jokes anyways. My corny dad jokes are awesome. So going into <laughs> 2019, I truly believed that God had meant for me to be single. Mm-hmm. And I had heard a couple of sermons in the last few years about some people are meant to be single. Mm. And I kinda of latched on to that. I'm okay. I'm not there's nothing wrong with me. Right. Uh, I'm okay to be single. And I just as I was coming to grips and terms with that. I was I was getting to the point where I was okay with that. I'm okay, well, I can eventually once I get my life a little bit more established, I can be I can adopt, I can still be a dad. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And then in January of twenty nineteen uh, towards the end of January 2019, boom! If you
1: guys could see the smile on his face right now. Uh, so I had a, <laughs> a, a,
0: a, a, a game night, as I do occasionally at my house. Mm-hmm. My best friend and his girlfriend were coming over, and, uh, his girlfriend was like, hey, can I bring my friend over? I'm like, yeah, when it's game night, doors open, anybody can come. And right. So they said, yeah, we're in, her name's Chelsea, yada, yada, yada. Cool. Okay. She came over, mm-hmm. and she said across from me, she was my partner, we were playing a game, and her eyes and her smile and her laugh, y'all, uh, did something to me that night, and I knew that, that night I wanted to date her. Okay. Like I didn't know, Mar- I didn't know about marriage, but I knew I wanted to date her. The next day we started talking on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we switched over to text really quickly. That very day I said I want to take you out on a date. I didn't waste my time. I'm like I'm 35 years old. I don't
1: have time to waste. I don't
0: got time to play games. <laughs> she said no.
1: Ooh. Go, girl.
0: She said, I'm just not ready yet. Okay. And so we continued talking. As much as we talked, Mm -hmm. we talked about personal stuff. We just talked about non-important stuff, everything. And it was probably, it was back, it was in April or May uh, that she sent me a message. And she's like, she said, yes. I said, what? She She says, I'm ready to go on a date.
1: Oh. Oh, okay.
0: And so from there, we went on a date and um, lined up. And it's you know December eighth. I asked her to be my. Uh, I asked her to, to marry me. Wow. And uh, now we're. Did in she the, say yes? She did say yes. <laughs> <laughs> she <did> say yes. <laughs> Uh, in front of family and, uh, now we're in the process of planning our, nice. planning our wedding. Have and, you guys set a date? Um, not an exact date yet. Okay. Probably 20 to 21. Okay. Um, you know, so, uh, we're taking our time. We want to make sure we do it right, right. and, uh, make sure we're saving up mm-hmm. for it and right. aligning ourselves or stuff. She has to align and I have to align mm-hmm. as individuals and okay. premarital counseling and all that stuff. Right. And, uh, that, that takes time, so. And, um, the
1: key, and the key to this, guys, is they're both believers and they're both searching and running after the Lord, which is awesome. Absolutely. she She's a beautiful soul. She absolutely. Really Thank you. Yeah.
0: She calls me her number two and she's my number two. She's
1: your number two because God is uh, number one. Uh, right. And a lot of people look at us <laughs> weird. Right.
0: And I, I've, I've had a couple people almost get insulted when she says, I'm number two. No, but God's got to be first. And I'm like, you can be insulted all you want. Right. But if I'm her number one... We have problems.
2: We have
0: problems. Yes. Um, so, kind of give you guys that that backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to get her to record the podcast with us, um, but she's very shy. Oh so, my gosh! Uh, next time we'll get her. Next exactly. time, exactly. We'll get her next time. <laughs> um, but so uh, we 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 want to talk about this topic of uh, of Christian dating mm-hmm. and and how difficult it is to navigate the waters. Right. Um, three main reasons. Um, according to some research that we've done, uh, that Christians don't date. Uh, First one is expectations are unrealistic, have a hard time meeting each other, and then there's a lot of stress about dating and marrying. Like if I go on one date with somebody, that's the person I need to marry type situation. So those are the three top reasons. There, There may be multiple other reasons, and you may be listening saying, well, those aren't the reasons I'm not dating. This is why. Right. But just from the research we've been doing, those are the top three reasons that Christians aren't dating hmm, right now. Okay. When we're talking about these uh, numbers, we're talking about people that are 18 or older. Teenagers do their own roller coaster dating, and it's just. <laughs> You get a headache trying to keep up with it.
1: So tell me, so tell tell us, BJ. The reality is, you're still dating,
0: Correct. even
1: though you're engaged. You're still dating. Mm-hmm. What boundaries have you guys set up to make sure that ne- that you guys don't go into that gray area of temptation? Right. Because that's a big issue as uh-huh. well. Very I, know much so. I could. And again, even though I'm not dating, I used, I did date at some point. I did, but I wasn't, I wasn't walking with the Lord when I did date. Right. So I know the worldly end of dating and some of the you know yeah. the ramifications that come out of that versus dating and being Christian. So right. as a Christian man and for a Christian young lady at like Chelsea, what boundaries have you guys set up for each other to make sure you keep yourselves in line with God's word? A
0: lot, actually. <laughs> and, uh, and people... I mean, you
1: don't have to go private, but just overall.
0: Um so we're never alone mm. in, in each other's homes.
1: Okay.
0: We're always with right. uh, family or friends. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we go out to dinner. We go places. Right. But you're not going to see us in a place where things could get to another level. Like
1: Netflix and chill kind of thing. Yeah, I know. Like,
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll Netflix, but we're sitting in the corner of my couch in my living room with somebody in the kitchen. That's what or I mean. But the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and so we're, we're, and we're very mindful about that. I'll be completely honest with you. It took me, after we started dating, it took me about three months to even kiss her.
2: Mm.
0: Right? And that was just, that was something that I just, uh, I knew she was the one, but I just had to get to myself in this position where it's okay. That's, this isn't, because in my mind, and Mm. I admitted to her after the point, because she was getting very upset. She was thinking, I have to take it personal. I was like, baby, no, 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 no. But, for me, I needed to make sure it wasn't inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, they're like that a kiss is a kiss. Um, and you're right, a kiss is a kiss, but a kiss signifies something. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted the more I wanted the kiss to mean something, right? Um, but didn't want to just kiss freely, right? Uh, so that was a, um, a a wall that I a limit I had built up without even realizing I was doing it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So. Um, so it was like three months, three ish months before, mm-hmm. after we were dating, before before I kissed her at all. Um, we, we're like, so we're not, we're not, we're not alone. We, mm-hmm. we make sure I mean, the Bible says about living above reproach. Right. And so we make sure that everything that we're doing is above reproach. Got it. You know, she, when she comes into my house, she'll put her stuff in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll never find us in my bedroom alone. Right without somebody knowing. So she was over uh, in, in November, and her family and my family were both there at my house, mm-hmm. and there was something that her and I had to talk about. Okay. Uh, we went to my room, but we let everybody know. Okay. Hey, we're going to the room to talk about something. Okay. And the door was shut, but everybody knew. It wasn't like we were trying to sneak off.
1: Right, right. You right.
0: know, we, were, we had to have a private conversation, but we were trying to be Accountable. Got it. You know, we were in there five minutes and boom, problem solved. You know, and so we're very careful. We, we haven't said this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're very careful and mindful right. about what we're doing, when we're doing it, so that we're not putting ourselves into...
1: Temptation.
0: Into temptation. Right. Because we both know that we're humans. Right. Yeah, we're disciples of Christ, but we're also humans. Flesh, and we're flesh. flesh yes. And we know... That given the wrong circumstances, mm-hmm. that we could go down a mm-hmm. road, no matter how hard you may try, right. let me tell you guys especially, mm-hmm. no matter how much willpower you may think you have, get next to a lady that you are attracted to with nobody else in the room right. and start just kissing, and that could definitely lead down a road mm-hmm. that afterwards you're like, oh my gosh, right. what have I done? Right. And so those are kind of the limits that we've set up for ourselves.
1: Okay. That's and that's perfect because um, I think as as Christians and you're dating, those are the boundaries, and you guys have have agreed on that. Yes. you guys have discussed it, and you guys just know that those are the boundaries that right. will not be crossed. Yeah. And I think that's awesome because um, you guys are in alignment with the Lord, and you're you know in agreement together. Right. So that's a great start. I think that's that's an awesome start, and so um, so now as far as like. Premarital counseling, those kind of things. So you guys are getting are gonna set that up, and mm-hmm. what it what is so for people that don't know, would that premarital counseling kind of look like, just as a general, like?
0: Uh, you know, so um, premarital counseling actually isn't necessarily what 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 people think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear of counseling, you're like, oh, there must be something wrong, right, right. Um, okay. And the truth is, uh, guys when when i say that this relationship is god sent you would find it ridiculous how much of what a lot of people would would consider the important stuff that mm-hmm. chelsea and i from the beginning mm-hmm. are in alignment with but so coming before and someone to do this marriage counseling mm-hmm. helps us as an individuals mm-hmm. come help help us bring together as a couple right. before the kingdom of god right. b- you know before god's eyes and will help us if there's any issues that maybe we're having some disagreement with, mm-hmm. help us bring us into alignment right. in the kingdom right. so that going into this thing called marriage, mm-hmm. which is a forever commitment, right. um, going into the thing of marriage... We're already in alignment, and we don't have to worry about getting an alignment later on. Right. We don't have to take the car in to get the alignment. You know, right. we might have to get a tune-up every once in a while. Exactly. But exactly. alignment is already done.
1: Already done. And I totally agree with that because based off of Will and I's relationship, we did that. It was the opposite. And so we got our alignment after the fact. Right. And, um, But it was good because, you know, it, it opened up... It opened up it was like a revelation for him Um, because sometimes as on as the female sometimes the males can be like oh she's just trying to control me she's just this she's just this and I'm always I'm I'm the one that's like no look I'm on the outside I see this 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 and this no you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and I'm like okay look we need to get to some counseling and we need to do it like Like yesterday, right? And so, um, and I'm just being kind of kind of open right now. And so, I'm thankful though because we did. We went to our church. We sat down and we started getting some counseling. And I'm like, look, this is the reality. This is what's happening. It's this, 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 and this. And so then. You know, he got to listen to us. And it was spiritual counseling. So that I think that made a huge difference in our relationship and the outcome of that. Because in the midst of that, we were brought together in prayer. And that, you know, just the covering of the marriage and that kind of thing. And it totally shifted everything. Everything got shifted in that, you know, in that time that we we did go to counseling. And so I think had we not had that, to be honest, and he, he knows, I've said it so many times, had we not had that... We wouldn't be here at year 21. Because right. we just did not have the tools. No, we didn't, you know, we didn't have anybody telling us, hey guys, you should go to premarital counseling and right. kind of get some of these issues resolved. And, you know, before you do this, we didn't have that. Right. You know, we didn't have anybody in our corner doing that. So it was the School of Hard Knocks. You know, Mm -hmm. but it was God. It was definitely a God thing. It was God that brought us back together, and it was God that actually kept us together. And since then, you know, I mean, and we, you know, even, and to say our marriage isn't perfect, but how the things that used to rise up aren't the things that rise up now. Right. You know, we know we've learned how to argue in a different kind of way. It's to the point now, even if Cecily's around and we call ourselves arguing, she sits there and she starts laughing. And I go, what is so funny? She goes, you guys crack me up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's, you know, so it, it's definitely when, when God is the foundation, it makes a world of difference. Right, because absolutely. the things that could go turn into a molehill, aren't, you know, so you're and you don't have the things that's piling on top of everything, piling on top of everything. So you think you're mad about the toothpaste cap being left on. That's not what you're really mad about. You're mad about, you know, something way down here. You learn how to address it quickly. And You know, pray together and get it through. So I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) And 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 I'm excited about it. You know, I'm excited for you. This is definitely wow. So now coming out of the coming, still in the in the dating realm, should young? I shouldn't even say young people because dating isn't just a young person thing. Just dating, period. As as believers and um, disciples of Christ, should they date with? The premise of getting married or just date just to be dating and just it will never go any more than just dating.
0: So, so here's the thing, like the Bible talks about in preparation for uh, th- this podcast in particular, mm-hmm. uh, I did some research on the Bible. I, you know, people mm-hmm. have told me the Bible says nothing about dating, says nothing about, mm-hmm. nothing about dating. The Bible says nothing about dating, y'all. <laughs> I can confirm that. <laughs> Um, but, yeah. but if you go back to the book of Genesis, mm-hmm. uh, and Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. and that, that's where the, you know, Adam and Eve were the first, the first marriage, the first mm-hmm. real relationship. Right. Uh, well, the second relationship, the first one was between God and, and, uh, Adam, but the first human relationship was, uh, Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And we are designed to, uh, be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I do believe there's somebody for everybody out there. Right. Uh, Eve was created from Adam's rib. Right. Now, up until I was doing research on this, had given that no thought. Okay. No thought about the rib in particular. Why? Uh, because I didn't think the significance of the rib. Okay. But there is huge, huge significance in the rib. And here's God. Guys, God is so good and so smart. He knew this before we even thought of this, right? So check it out. So the, the rib in your body... The rib has a mate. Every rib in your body has a mate. Okay. Just as Adam was given a mate from the rib. Okay. Ribs serve as a way of keeping the body upright. Your wife comes alongside, or your spouse, comes, comes alongside and helps them to live an upright life. Hmm. Supports them, right? Just like your ribs help support your body. And the ribs protect the lungs and the heart. And your wife comes alongside the husband's and helps him serve the kingdom, protecting, helping protect the kingdom's heart. No coincidence that the rib was the God created Eve from the rib mm-hmm. for a reason, mm-hmm. right? And so I say, that I, I to, to answer your question, do I think uh, that believers should date with the intention of not marrying? Our the intention should be to marry, mm-hmm. right? That's that should be our intention when we're dating. Does that mean you can't, that you go on one date with somebody and say, well, I'm gonna go on a date with Sally Sue and with mm-hmm. the intention of marrying Sally Sue? Right. No, not necessarily, like, oh, she's the one or right. he's the one, right. but you go with that intention because the worldly intentions of dating and believers are often different. Right. Right. Unfortunately, uh, we live in a society where hooking up. Mm-hmm. is highly publicized, highly uh, put on, it's put on a high level. Right. You know, we were talking about the those TV shows earlier, mm-hmm. The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Big Brother, Temptation Island, Ready, Set, Love. They all have hooking up involved, mm-hmm. right? And they're all glorified. Yes. And so the worldly uh, intentions of dating aren't always pure. With a believer, we should be looking at dating as the end goal of marriage, okay. right? Because that's, I believe that's what that's what God wants for us is for us to have a spouse, somebody who is going to come alongside us and support us and love on us right. and, and not be below us. Let me be very clear. Nobody, mm-hmm. you're not below, right? right. You, somebody, you know, A wife comes alongside a husband to support him right. and to help build up the kingdom of God. Exactly. Uh, but you have to be careful in your motivations and careful what you can get caught up in uh, because just as those that are in the world may have different intentions of dating, mm-hmm. so believers, too, can get straight, can go astray and start to have those same attention, uh, intentions, and that's, you know, we're, we're in this battle of the flesh, mm-hmm. right? And that is real, especially for guys You might be a guy listening that's like, oh, no, no, no. Yes. -hmm. The temptation in that area is stronger for guys uh, than it is for women.
1: Well, because men are – they're created as visual creatures. So they're visually – I won't say impaired, but that's what drives them is the the eyes. That's what they see. Whereas for women – we're the emotionals, we're the hearts, mm-hmm. you know, we're that, we're those creatures. And so what a perfect match when God created the two, right. you know, created us, that's how he created us. So for men, it's a visual thing, right? It is, it's visual, right. You know, and so that's why it's even for men that struggle in those, in those areas and, you know, wives, you have to pray for your husbands. I know I always do, you know, um, you know, you have to pray for God to protect the eyes and protect the right. heart, you know, because there's so much stuff oh, out yeah. there. I remember, I remember what a few years back, Carl's Jr. used to have those crazy oh, yeah. commercials that was just off the wall. And I'm like, what? A hamburger. What is happening? Right. All visual. And that, that was Sex to attract it. Yeah, that yeah. was to attract the men. It had nothing to do with the women. Right. It had nothing to do with the hamburger. Right, exactly. nothing to do with that. That was that sex sells. That's yeah. what
0: that was about. When I was teaching and and some youth, uh, I would go to a, I went to a youth encounter mm-hmm. and preached on uh, I believe it was sin. I was talking about. Uh, we were talking about just that how mm-hmm. um, companies use uh, scantily clad women to sell mm-hmm. to teenage boys. Yes. And they and they use guys without shirts to sell to mm-hmm. teenage girls, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's definitely. Uh, yeah. with the eyes for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and so you have to be careful, uh, when you're a believer, uh, dating does become a little more complicated because you can't necessarily go out to your local bar or club and yeah. say, Hey, who loves Jesus? <laughs> right. Cause I'll tell you, if you are a nice looking lady and you go to a bar like that, Thirty guys are gonna raise their hands, right? Because their mind is like, "Mm, well, I'll show you Jesus. (laughs) Right? You a little bit of heaven, but that's that's, you know. So you you have to be a little bit careful. Right? Uh, right. And that's for that's one of the problems is having a hard time meeting people. Right? 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 Um, And you would think that. Uh, churches would want to cultivate this environment of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk a lot about marriage, right. but don't do a lot to cultivate it mm-hmm. in singles. Singles ministry is one of the lowest ministries in churches meaning there's there are so fewer churches have singles singles, ministries mm -hmm. than anything else exactly and that is true now not saying if you have a singles ministry that people are going to be meeting and falling in love that's not necessarily to say that
1: you just need a you just need that forum right that where if you are single you know, you have, at least you have a place to go to, and right. you're supported by others. Exactly. I get it. There's uh,
0: yeah. a, a research firm that did uh, research at one of the largest churches in the UK, and uh, uh, they found uh, some, some some pretty startling, startling statistics. But One young lady who was uh, 23 said, I've never been asked out by another church member in my life. I go to a small group, I go to services, and I serve in my church, but I don't... I've never been asked. I really don't know why it hasn't happened. Hmm. But outside of the church, mm-hmm. it is different. In my friendship groups, people have asked me out tons of times.
1: Wow.
0: Huh. Right? And so if I'm... But here's the thing. As a guy in church, the perspective or the the perspective that women have of a godly man, mm-hmm. unfortunately, sometimes is is flawed in the sense of there are so many of these Christian dating books, mm, Christian okay. relationship books mm-hmm. that have built this, and what many would say is an unrealistic picture mm-hmm. of what a man should be. Right. Um, and... Um, There was was one called 10 Men, Christian Women Should Never Marry. Uh, And they said an unbeliever, younger man, spiritually younger man, divorced man, angry man, self-admired, dishonest addict. Angry man. (laughs) Yeah. The idol, the unevangelist. Um, In 1999, there was a book released that said, When God Writes Your Love Story, Mm -hmm. it says, Save yourself for a man who exhibits Jesus' very nature and character. And only those who refuse to lower their standards reap the purest rewards. And there's a, a lot of other of these Christian dating books out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot to truth to these comments. Okay. However, what happens, and this is what a lot of guys have been, are, are saying, um, and even some women are, are agreeing, again, the, the, this is based on, on research that's been released, um, that guys are trying their hardest, but this picture of perfection has been painted for these uh, for these women. That all you need a guy that's perfect, right? Instead of a guy that's doing his best, is following Christ, that's handling his business, but maybe doesn't necessarily fit this picture right. of this perfect Christian guy. And so it's. It, it can be difficult for many people to meet that way um, because there's because the, the expectations versus reality.
1: Right. What well, do you think then that also applies in the reverse? Absolutely. Proverbs 31, the virtuous wife. Absolutely. You know, like, totally. Yeah. Um, they can, you know, men would think, oh, my wife is going to be this, this, based off of that. And the reality, I know, anytime that scripture comes up, I go, ooh, I don't fit in that category, that category, right. or that category. So I'm glad my marriage isn't based right. on that. Right, no, it, it does work
0: both ways. <laughs> it works both ways, And I think ways, that's right? where the church has um, painted this unrealistic mm-hmm. picture of, of, you know, the truth is you are not going to find... The quote-unquote perfect m- companion, right? Because none of us are perfect, right? You're the you're going to find a person, man and woman, that has some flaws, right? Um, but that's kind of the picture that's been painted. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, women, uh, guys, this makes it even more difficult uh, because there are more available women than men. Mm. At a ratio of two to one okay. on average.
1: Hmm. And so that hasn't increased? Has that increased or decreased?
0: No, this is this is just uh, two years ago. Okay. All so right.
1: so pretty much st- uh yeah, state same. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: You know, so mm-hmm. uh, for every one guy there's two women.
1: Right.
0: Which is good for the, the benefit of the guy.
1: Well I'm glad my husband's <laughs> taken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just said that.
0: <laughs> but is it beneficial? Mm-hmm. to to women right right you know and well, no, uh,
1: because there's always that competition again here we go with the you know these reality shows right yeah exactly you know, survival of the fit almost like survival of the fittest right. you know which one is like which one's going to do this which one's actually going to bend and you know do that and it shouldn't be that kind of you know battleground right
0: right yeah and so it's uh uh, you know, it's it's all just a matter of looking through God's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for me, and I was actually just talking with Chelsea about this uh, this afternoon, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that I would have been ready to even ask her out if I hadn't been okay with being single. Right. Um, because there is this stigma in the church that exists even to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not every church Gives this out, but it, it's just kind of this, this, this broad thing. And mm-hmm. some churches are exempt. But um, that if you're single mm-hmm. and you're you're older, let's say you're mid twenties and up, okay. and you're single, there's something wrong. You're right. you're doing something wrong. Right, right. Um, you're supposed to be married and mm-hmm. and having kids, having a family, raising this for the yeah, kingdom. Right, right. And there's this stigma that if you're single, you're doing something wrong. Right. And so if somebody's already single, already struggling to meet people anyways, here the church is telling them, whoa, you're not married yet? Yeah, there's something wrong with you, right? right. And that's not biblical. Right. You know, I mean, we have like Mary. Mary and Joseph, she got engaged when she was uh, a teenager. Right. But you can look at Isaac and Rebecca. Okay. Isaac didn't get engaged until he was in his mid to late 40s. Oh, wow.
1: Right.
0: You know, and so, I want to encourage someone uh, that maybe you are in that older bracket your thirties or forties or fifties or sixties, wherever where you led, and you're like, oh, this is I can't, it's not it's not for me, it's not going to happen. God may make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. You're right, you your age. There's no limitations on 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 age. The Bible doesn't say, well, if you're not married by a certain mm-hmm. age, you're done for, right? right? It does, heck, even childbearing. We know the story of Abraham and Sarah, you know. No
1: respecter of age, right. no respecter of persons Ex- all. Exactly, exactly. exactly.
0: Uh, you know, so uh, hopefully that, that will encourage someone. Um, but I think the church could do a better job mm-hmm. of, of cultivating an environment of marriage towards singles, Right, right, and it's very difficult to date like Christians. Where, where do you, you know, people think um, that if you're Christians and you're dating, um, that there's certain things that you're going to do, uh, that that for them that you're going to go to church together, right? Yeah. My fiance, she works crazy hours sometimes, so she's not always able to come to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she came today, and you know, as long as she, when she's able, she comes. Right. That's just not her situation right now. Right. But she's still praying, reading the Bible, everything. Every Sunday, I have somebody ask, "Where's Chelsea? Right. Where's Chelsea? Right." Like, it's like the same answer I was last week. She's working. You know. <laughs>
1: she works on Sundays. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. She could be here. She'd be here. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um,
0: you know, but so just uh, they're just navigating the waters of of Christian dating. Um, it's, a lot of it has to do, I I believe truly with the motivation, Mm -hmm. right? What is your motivation in dating this person, this man, this woman? Do you want to marry? Do you want to, are you just trying to make yourself feel good?
1: Right, right. I got it. I'm glad you brought that up because I was getting ready to actually reference when you talked about being single. And as soon as I get it, I'm going to pull it up here. Um, it's good to know because it is, Something that the Apostle Paul talked about, and I never understood it because some people are like, "What is he talking about?" But it's pretty much what you said. Apostle Paul in First Corinthians, just as a reference for people, so they'll know that he does talk about marriage and Mm -hmm. he does talk about the single life. And so um, here's the scripture. So it's First Corinthians seven, and it it starts at verse seven. For I wish that all men were even as I myself, but each one has its own gift from God, one in this manner and another in that. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am, which at that time he was single, he wasn't married. It is good for them if they remain even as I am, but if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. So I think in that context, and I'm reading from New King James Version. In that, thing, it's better for you to go ahead, get yourself a wife, and not be thrown into the evils of the temptation and in the evils of right. you know that all the other the sexual immorality and all that stuff. Now, not to say just to get married just for that, but to um, find yourself a godly wife as a godly man right. and and do it the right way. Um, it says, Now to the married I command you, yet not I but the Lord. A wife is not to depart from her husband because he talks about the, you know, if you're married, you stay married. If you're single, you know, it is a good thing to stay single. I think in this context Paul was saying, because Will and I talked about it, it's good to stay single because sometimes a spouse can become a distraction Mm. unless you guys are on that same page. You have to be in alignment with God together. Um, The Bible talks about do not be unevenly yoked, meaning that you guys have to be together in Christ because you can't be a missionary married to somebody that, I mean, you can be married to someone that's godly that says, I'm not going to be in the mission field, but she has to support that. Right. You get me? Like when Will was going over to the missions, I knew I wasn't called to the mission field at that time, but at no time was I ever going to go, oh, my God, you're going to be gone from me for so long. How could you do this? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes, the Lord's calling you to this. Serve him. I just know I'm not meant to be there right now, so (laughs) go forth, be strong, (laughs) you know? So I think in that context, that's what he is talking about as well, (laughs) and because he had... Paul was on a mission right. and so he had great work to do and so um with that yes definitely you'd have to be on, in alignment with God together walking and right. you know on that foundation
0: I think it's a uh, it's, it's actually good you brought up about you know being in alignment with Christ because uh, one of the questions that I've uh, I didn't have but I've had it with I've had conversations with other people about should a believer pursue a relationship with a non-believer. Ugh. Now here's the thing, you that are listening, you guys may have your own thoughts and opinions and beliefs on this, but I'm gonna go to Second Corinthians six fourteen mm. in the New King James Version, uh, and it says, "Do not be unequally yoked yoke together mm-hmm. with unbelievers." The Word of God says, <laughs> "Don't do it." Right here, and, and Allie was kind of you as know, she, she dove into it a, a little bit. Here's the problem: uh, if I'm full force. I'm serving Christ and God is the center of my, of my universe at number Mm -hmm. one. And then I try to have somebody come alongside me that God is not number one in their lives. Mm -hmm. When I go into church on a Sunday Mm -hmm. or when that week long mission trip comes up Mm -hmm. or youth camp, or men's ministry, or mm-hmm. well, when these events come up and the church needs help with this or that, there, some, uh, some issues could arise. Well, why are you doing that? Why mm-hmm. are you going there? Yes. But more importantly, when we have a problem as a couple, I want to go to the Bible. I want to go to the Word of God. Right. I want to go to prayer. Yeah. But they're like, no, no, no. But They want to they argue. They want to debate this. Right, right. right, And so it's going to cause so many issues. You are not the one that can bring, that's going to bring them to Christ. Christ will bring them into a relationship with him. You can, pray, him. For the, you you can, can pray, pray for You can pray, absolutely. Her. Yeah. But don't think, oh, I love them so much. I know they don't believe in Jesus, but I'm going to help bring them into that relationship with Christ. Folks, this doesn't work that way. Yeah. Sometimes God can align it that way, mm-hmm. but more often than not, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So my advice, and I can't say, I've, I've, I've never actually pursued a relationship with someone that wasn't a believer. Right. But I've known people that have. I knew somebody that was married for a number of years. Mm. To a non-believer. Now, they were both believers, when are kind of non-believers when they first got married. Uh, but then one became a believer. And, and it was a struggle I'm sure. for years and years right. because they were doing one thing and they this other person just wasn't even supporting them at all. Right, and, right. Um, and so my advice, if you're a believer and you have a relationship with Christ, you want somebody with the same uh, thinking and belief system that you do.
1: Why would... and And... Just to take that just even a step further on the other end of that, when you're when you're not a believer and you're starting to date, don't you do you not seek out people that have the same interests and the same values as yourself? So why wouldn't you do that as you know right. as a Christian, right? Yeah. Because as a non-believer, you know you want somebody that you know when you date. I mean, and I'm only going based off of you know right you know. Uh, well, I want somebody that has the same interests as me. I want somebody that likes the same things as I do, like same hobbies and this, that, and the other. And, you know, oh, no, I can't go out with him because he doesn't like this. And, no, oh, I can't go out with her because she doesn't like to do this. And, you know, so right. why don't we apply that to, you know, the same things in our Christianhood, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Christianhood. Um, We're supposed
0: to. Um, right. Unfortunately, a lot of people, um, and they feel pressured into getting into a relationship Mm -hmm. and they compromise and they Mm. end up settling. Right. Right. Especially people that are are involved in church. Mm -hmm. They hear, you know, they see couples that are giving testimonies and they hear about marriage throughout the Bible and this and that. And like, you know, I, I just can't find that one... But this guy, this girl, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't share all my same, but uh, I'm just going to settle with this one. Got it. Got right? it. And so they yeah. get to this just this settling. Mm-hmm. And when we settle, we end up compromising right. something. Right. And as believers, uh, if that's the situation that we're in, we're going to end up compromising our relationship with Christ. Right. And out of everything in the world, our relationship with Christ is the one thing mm-hmm. that we should never compromise Compromise.
1: absolutely that's not that's a non-negotiable and as as dating being single that should be at the top of the list it's like hey I believe in Christ I'm a disciple of Christ right. and if you can't you know if you don't share that same value I'm sorry there it's it's a no-go that's right. a non-negotiable I remember when I
0: uh first met Chelsea's mom <clears throat> we were we, we sit down at Denny's Mm-hmm. And I was nervous as I will get out. I was I'd never been nervous meeting a parent before like that. It was because wow. you know, I've I done it a couple of times. But yeah, it was yeah, the first yeah. time. I was nervous. So I'm like, oh, this girl's got me in my feelings or something. But her mom came in and sat down across me. She sat sitting next to me, and we ordered our food. And she said, "So, I have some questions for you." Mm-hmm. I said I have some answers for you, yeah. and we proceeded to talk for about the next mm-hmm. three hours. Right. And we had. She was very honest with a lot of things, mm-hmm. but it was the first time I had been questioned in that regard about my faith. Right. Right. And, uh, and I and I say question not in a negative way by any means, um, but she wanted to make sure. Yeah, that course. what I was saying, that there was some that there was, or what Chelsea, what I had been telling Chelsea. There was legitimacy to right, it and consistency, right. and uh, I had a lot of respect for her, right, for that. absolutely. Uh, you know, she wanted to make sure that, that I said I was a Christian, mm-hmm. and she wanted to check my heart. Right. You know, and now for Christmas, she gave me, she, 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 she gave me a Bible. Aww, you know, which I think, think is that, one of the coolest yeah. gifts. Yeah. Uh, and she wrote on it, you, you wrote on the inside, and, um, you know, and I'm looking forward to um, the, the future with, Holly and the rest of the family, and mm-hmm. um, but that was really significant, right? You know, but there was, right. there was. She knows that I'm not going to compromise that relationship right. with Christ. Right. Uh, she knows where my relationship with Christ stands, mm-hmm. where my relationship with the daughter stands, right? Um, and that, and that's just. And it's
1: true, and it's genuine.
0: I may joke a lot, too much. Yes, Chelsea, I'm admitting it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I joke too much,
0: um, but I don't joke about my relationship with Christ. Right. right. You know, um, it's yeah. a serious matter. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a serious matter. It's it, It's all God. Every day, I thank God for bringing Chelsea to my life. Right. You know, and everything aligned, but there was things that Chelsea had to align as an individual, mm-hmm. and that I had to align as an individual. Right. We by no means have a perfect relationship. There's isn't such, such thing yeah. as a perfect relationship. Uh, but we communicate. We mm-hmm. know how to. Uh, early, early, early on, we did the love languages, mm-hmm. the five love language right. test, and we were almost identical. Like three out of the five were oh, in the wow. same place, and it, it was crazy. The members were almost identical. It was scary, but that really helped us. Right,
1: right.
0: You know, and um, you know, and, and so uh, it's it, it, navigating the waters of dating can be scary if you're a Christian yeah. uh, because the standards are different. Right. Much different than the world, exactly. right? The world would say you as a, as a, as a, as a Christian couple should go out and date and get right. to know each other on an intimate level. Not to say making out, but on this intimate level. Yes, yeah. I would say go a completely different route. Mm-hmm. Don't date, court mm-hmm. them. Now I didn't know there was a difference. I've heard this court this term courting before. Right, right. Okay. Um, And I didn't even realize that I was courting uh, Chelsea until I did this research. For Chelsea and I both, our families are extremely important to us both. They, uh, you know, we both still live with our families and Mm -hmm. um, we're best friends. It's it's, it's very important. So it was important that I got her family's approval. And it was important for that she got my family's approval we did that early on before. We would not say that we were officially dating mm-hmm. until we had both families' approval.
1: And it's so important, too, because we've been in situations, Will and myself, have been in situations where with, with Cecily, we're close-knit. Mm-hmm. And there's been several times where she has, has been in a relationship with someone that don't have a concept of family. Right. And that tends to be a little weird and awkward, not on our end because we are who we are, but it ends up being awkward for her and the individual. Right. I remember early back in her cop when she was away at college, she had brought brought home a young man from you know for Christmas, although Will's like, ah, and he's like, well, he's coming. So we're all at the table and... we're just a mosh pit, you know, and we're all just kind of talking over the table and we're just doing all this and, you know, conversations going on, you know, this whole thing. And he's like, why is everybody yelling at each other? And she turns to him and she goes, they're not yelling. We're all talking. And he's like, oh, so in his family, when everybody comes to the table, it's quiet. You don't talk. You don't have those conversations. And I'm like, "Oh." that's got to be a little strange, you know what I mean? That's got to be a little weird, you know? And then she's like, you know, and then it's like, oh, yeah, you talk to your mom every day. She's like, well, yeah, don't you? You know, well, no. You know, oh, yeah, I talk to my mom like every day. I have to. I send her a text, whatever, you know, whatever it is. But those differences can be huge, you know? You get me? And so it is important, like you said, that the families, you know, come together and, you know, you guys have that, those, those similar, those, those similar things. Right. And it's,
0: it was important. And a lot of people looked at us very weird Mm -hmm. uh, for it. But the truth is the perspective of of dating um, was not, is not to go out and hook up. Right. To go to the Motel 6 and have a night of of, of hot, passionate, whatever. That was, that's not the intention. Mm -hmm. Right. We have a lifetime after we get married to Mm -hmm. do whatever we want to do in that regard. Um, but so very early on, I met her family, she met my family Mm -hmm. and now pop over to house even when she's not there, Mm -hmm. you know, go play some games or, um, you know, whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. uh, getting to know her brothers. And, Mm -hmm. and so it's, uh, it was really, really important. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in that beginning stages of a relationship and you're Christians, I would so encourage you. Don't worry about what the world says. This is dating, mm-hmm. right? We didn't go on an actual date for a little while after. We would go to each other's houses and hang out with our families mm-hmm. do game nights and right. dinners. And um, that was so important to our relationship. Right. And
1: So becoming each other's best friend. She is
0: my best friend. Right. She knows me. It's scary how well she knows me. Right. She knows me just as well as, almost just as well as my sister does. Uh, and you know mm-hmm. how well my, my, my mm-hmm. sister can we finish other sentences right. basically, yeah. and I never thought that I would find somebody like yeah. that.
1: And and that's how it and that's how it should be because right. the reality is, is that when you guys do, you know, when that day comes, and you're you know you're standing before God and you're making these vows, this covenant right. unto one another with each other, yeah. you know, you're vowing, you know. in in the literal sense of forsaking all others and clinging to one another and coming in that covenant under God's eyes and in front of everybody else's and you're clinging to each other no matter what. You know, the joke with Will and I always is, I said, you know, even in in our good times and our bad times as well, at least you know I didn't marry you for your money because you didn't have money when I married you. And so, you know, I mean, it's a joke, but we can joke like that. But... The reality is is that when we talk about best friends, mm-hmm. he's he's you know, besides God of course, right, he's my number one. Right, you know, in that sense, God yeah. is first. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say. But in that sense, right, because right? we know our foundation is God. But He is my number one. He's right. my go-to. He's my ride or die. He's he's it. Yeah. and that's what you and Chelsea are developing now. Absolutely. And so when you guys come in, you know, and it kills me. What do you say to those people that says, "Oh, get married. It's just a piece of paper."
0: As believers, it's not just a piece of paper though, right? To the world, yeah, it is a piece mm-hmm. of paper, and that and to the world, it's also a piece of paper that's easily torn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right um, but it's not just a piece of paper it's not even about the piece of paper mm-hmm. it's about that covenant you go before god mm-hmm. that says till death do us part i'm gonna be by this person's side right. i'm gonna help support them i'm gonna help correct them i'm gonna love on them christ i'm gonna love them just as you love them
1: i was about to say isn't that what god isn't that what christ did for us absolutely Till death do us part,
0: you know, and so the it's true. And the perspective yeah. of dating and marriage is so different the worldly view uh, versus you know Christian and believers' views.
1: So I have a good question for you. What do you say to those individuals that have been living? They're they're believers. They've been living with someone, say five, six, seven years. What do you say? What do you say to them? What advice do you give them?
0: If you've been living with someone. And, and, and they're in a relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. Full-on relationship.
0: Look, you, you, there's no, there's no, there's no beating around the bush in it. Uh, if, if you consider yourself in a relationship with someone, and you're living together, one could only assume that things are happening uh, that shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. You're sinning. You are living in sin, and you're willfully living in sin. That's not like, oops my bad that's a oh, well I'm making a decision today mm. and then you wake up the next morning oh I'm making that decision today right. okay. you're willfully sinning mm-hmm. but here's the cool thing about that is the highway to heaven always or the highway to hell always has a u-turn mm. right and so you always have the ability to repent so if you know that you love that person right. and you want to live right in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there's processes like, you know what? We need to not be living together right now. Mm-hmm. We need to make this right with God. Mm. Right? Because God, wa- His thing, God wants to bless that relationship. Right, right. He really, truly wants to bless that relationship. Right. But if you're willfully sinning and being disobedient,
2: right.
0: he can't bless the wrong like that. Right? You right. know? And so uh, I've had friends that, are, that have been doing that. Mm-hmm. I know somebody uh, in a church... Um, that for a number of years was, it was in that situation mm-hmm. and, uh, she got right with Christ I and mean, they're both believers. Um, but she went to, uh, um, she went to an event, a, a church event that just really brought her to the next level. Mm-hmm. And she got convicted about that. Mm-hmm. And she said, you, we either, we either need to get married mm-hmm. or you move out. Wow. He moved out. Okay. You know, and she was okay with that right. because she was at a certain place with her life with Christ, right. and obviously he didn't didn't yeah. love her or w- w- whatever the case is. But mm-hmm. it, if that's you in that situation, yeah, you can't, you can't. You're you're trying to have your relationship blessed by God, but God can't bless something when it's not of Him.
1: That's right, absolutely. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly. And um, like I I I always I always tell Will, I say, you know, if something was to happen to you, I would truly just live a life. Of of Widow. I, I right. can't get into the dating. I can't. I just. I don't. I, I don't have it in me. I couldn't do right. it. I just couldn't do it. I it's just, tough, and I, I can't do uh,
0: it. you know. If so, if you're uh, okay. uh, someone that is uh, Christian and, and you're and you're 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 single and you there's somebody and you're you're interested in mm-hmm. and they're a believer, stop hesitating and go ask mm-hmm. them. And there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, you want to go grab some dinner." Right? There's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Right, right, right. You're not saying, hey, let's go get married tomorrow. Right, right. You say, hey, let's go down to, you know, Applebee's or Cheesecake Factory or wherever you the case is. And, cheesecake Factory. You know, <laughs> let's go and, and let's grab some dinner. Or if you are trying to live above reproach and you're worried about uh, being, a, being alone, get some friends. Right. Have a game night at your house. Hey say, hey, and invite that person over, right? <laughs> but don't let the stigmatism of being single or having to get married or the expectations of what the church may or may not say about the perfect guy or the perfect woman, mm-hmm. uh, don't let the stress of dating, because dating can be very stressful. Don't let it get to you. But don't worry about the pressure with it. Just take it one day at a time. Right. Give it to God. Don't worry about mm-hmm. all the pressures of, of quote-unquote mm-hmm. dating and right. um of the yeah I mean there's just so much pressures of, of Christian yeah. dating and stay off christianmingle.com folks oh, uh, it's it's not <laughs> and it's not um,
1: stay off of Tinder
0: it, yeah because here's the thing right people can say oh I found the love of my life N- most people found the love of their one night ooh Right, Most people will not find the love of their lives on those websites. Right. Right. And I admittedly, a couple years ago, I was on Christian Mingle mm-hmm. for about a month, month and a half, talked to some people. But there wasn't, a, nothing came of it. Nothing substance. Nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nothing yeah. of substance. Yeah. And they get a few people that were you know sliding into the DMs, yeah, yeah. you know, trying to do some things that weren't probably Christ-like. Right. Um, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with online dating. Um. But there's your church. There are singles groups. There are mm-hmm. places to meet people. And guess what? If your church doesn't have a singles ministry, start one. It doesn't have to be a formal thing through your church. Right. Maybe you, just, you, you know some single people that are mm-hmm. in your church. Yeah. Say, hey, you know, why don't we all get together for a barbecue? Or
1: bowling. Right. Right. Yeah, that's it, a good idea. It doesn't have to
0: be this formal thing right. where your church is establishing it and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It can just be simply, we're going to have, we're going to go bowling or, or we're going to go to the beach or um, kayaking or I would never go kayaking. But um, <laughs> but whatever the case is, you know, have fun right and embrace your singleness.
1: And you'd be surprised how God would just open that up, right? Once oh you start letting gosh. loose
0: and just start letting God work yeah. through you. Uh, And I tell you, embrace your singleness. That may sound weird when we're talking about dating. But if you start embracing your singleness and not embracing your not being in a relationship, Mm -hmm. embrace your singleness and what God has for you in that. Once you're happy with being single, Mm. God can then allow you to be happy being in a relationship.
1: Right. I totally agree. I Uh, I agree. Although I'm not on that, like, again, I'm not on that end of that, but... I do know some, you know, single people, and the church that we previously went to or watched a young couple go through that, you know, same thing. Mm-hmm. That was a, a relationship that was just kind of like what, and just to watch these two young couple because the young man that was his th- that was his goal. He wanted to be married. So I'm not going to be dating right. just to be dating. The young lady that I do start dating, I want that to be my wife, you know, and. Next thing you know, they got married. Yeah, Yeah, so awesome. You know, so I mean, he, because he knew he put his plans before the Lord and he's like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to spend my time going out there doing this. The person that, you know, this is what I want, this is what I desire. And um, it were, they're married, beautiful couple, beautiful couple. So I agree. So I am so excited for you and Chelsea. Thank you. This is going to be so amazing. Wow. This is going to be exciting. And the families are just blessed to have each other. And so, yeah, this is going to be uh, definitely yeah. a time of growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. so uh, we- the wedding planning yeah. process is going to be interesting. and It will be, uh, definitely. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: want to leave you guys with uh, this verse, uh, 2 Timothy 2.22. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're talking about who to, who to date, it says, Flee also youthful lust, mm. but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart you know so seek those that are seeking God as well if you think that a relationship isn't for you God has some for you maybe there are select people that I, I do think that are meant to be single mm. um, but I'll tell you this if God's confirmed that you're meant to be single then the time you would spend in a relationship with a person you should be spending your time with a relationship with Christ
1: that's very insightful yeah it's very good
0: I mean if God's gonna say hey I mm-hmm. have designed you to be single right. in this season. Okay. But
1: you also have to keep yourself open, your spirit open, your heart open, in order to even hear that. You, right, you know? absolutely. Um, you can't go about it like, okay, God, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life, but is that what God truly said? Right. You get me? And you said it earlier, you said it so well, there is a someone for everyone. Mm-hmm. However, it just may not be, God knows who needs who and at when. the time. Yes, oh when. yes. So I guarantee you, um, you know, I'll probably share, I'll share more on, you know, testimony time, whatever, at a, at a date later date. But at the time and at the season of when I, you know, came back to California, God knew what I needed, who I needed, and what was going to happen. And everything just kind of played out. So, you know, it wasn't smooth transition going through what I went through. Right. But... Out of that in 1998 is when I got my forever friend you know and God knew God absolutely knew two years prior to that almost two and a half almost three years prior to that you know he was at the bottom of my list and I never want to see your face in life again and God was like jokes on you guess what's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) if somebody would have told me that I would have cursed them like yeah right but look at us, here right. we are, 21 years later.
0: It's at the right time. It was the right time for Chelsea and I. Yeah. And uh, Never
1: saw that coming.
0: And, uh, no. <laughs> but I knew she was the one when she spent uh, three nights in the hospital with me down in San Diego. Yes. i take time off work. Call sure her, um, did. Yes. And she was there. Mm-hmm. And she helped untangle me from the blankets <laughs> that were trying to kill me. Oh, my gosh. Um, really? And uh, like we girl. actually had our first date, our first official date night in the hospital room. <laughs> She was eating her dinner. I got my chicken delivered and we watched uh, Maze Runner.
1: Oh, you know, so
0: that. That, that's when I knew she was the one who was in the hospital. Nice. Uh, so, uh, but it was at the right time. There was During one of the most mouth. difficult times in my life. Yeah. I needed her and uh, yeah, so. Nice. It's good stuff. Woo! It's good stuff. Yes. I'm
1: excited. So I really pray and hope that this, you know, just these were just little nuggets of wisdom for for our listeners out there.
0: Yeah, and if you all want to send wedding gifts, I'll let you know. <laughs> Money in,
1: in lieu of in, in, in lieu of gifts That's cool
0: too. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably be going to Hawaii. So oh, yeah. not for the wedding, for the honeymoon. Oh,
1: dang it. I'm so there. You can go on. I know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> go on, y'all. Go to your honeymoon suite. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, guys. We just, just want to just leave with prayer. Oh, yes. And, um, and then we will, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll close it out. So, um,
1: Thank you, BJ, for being so open. Well, and, and my pleasure. Yeah, my it's pleasure. always good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. All, right.
0: All right. Heavenly Father, Lord, mm-hmm. you are just so great and you are so mighty, Lord, and, Uh, we say thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for this platform that you've given us, Heavenly Father, of this podcast and our Facebook group, Heavenly Father. Lord, I I thank you for this topic of uh, what's it like to be single and dating Mm -hmm. uh, as Christians, Lord, because we know that the standards that you have for us, Lord, are different than the standards of the world Mm -hmm. that they may have for us, Heavenly Father. And Lord, even though navigating these waters may be difficult at times, may be scary, Lord, uh, there's a lot of unknown, Heavenly Father. There's a lot of expectations that are put on us, Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. Lord, we know at the end of the day, we do it even through the dating to bring glory to you, Heavenly Father. So that through our relationships, Lord, we can say, look at what God did. Look at what he did, who he brought into my life, Heavenly Father, Lord. And uh, we just say... Thank you, Lord, for the examples Mm -hmm. uh, that you've given us in the Bible of of great marriages, Lord, and uh, great relationships, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the revelation uh, of the rib from Adam, Lord, and the significance that that brings, Lord. And uh, Lord, we thank you for that first Mm -hmm. uh, relationship of Adam and Eve, Heavenly Father. Lord, I pray for those that are listening, Lord, that uh, they may be wondering, is is the right one out there for Mm -hmm. me? Is there someone for me? Lord, I pray that you would just touch them right now, Lord, and reveal to them, Lord. Speak directly into their heart, Heavenly Father. Give them comfort and peace, Lord. And uh, as someone who's been there, Lord, who thought he was going to be single for the rest of his life, Lord, Mm -hmm. uh, Lord, I, I just pray for those individuals right now, Heavenly Father. I pray, Lord, whatever you have for them, Lord, that you would just give them comfort and peace in this moment, in this season, Lord. Let them just wait on you, Heavenly Father, not worrying about what's to come a year from now, or the plans, Lord, but they would just surrender to you in this moment, Heavenly Father. For those, Lord, that are in a relationship, that are in that dating stage, Lord, whether they just started dating or have been dating for um, a number of of months or or years, Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray, Lord, that they're just putting you at the center of the relationship, Lord, that in everything they would do would bring glory to you, Lord, Lord, that they're living their lives above reproach, Heavenly Father, in everything that they do, all their actions, Heavenly Father. And, Lord, that if they would uh, be participating in anything that might be questionable, according to you, Heavenly Father, that you would just bring Mm -hmm. it to their attention and that correction would soon follow, Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray your blessings upon these relationships, Heavenly Father. We pray your blessing upon um, just the guidance and direction that you would continue to give us, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I just uh, I say thank you for making us relational beings, Heavenly Father, yes. that we can be excited about having someone yes. come by our side, Lord. And uh, Lord, I'm, and we're just so thankful for our, uh, all of our listeners out there, Heavenly Father, uh, whether married or single or dating, Lord. And uh, we pray that even those that are uh, married, Lord, we pray you bless their relationships even more and abundantly, Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord, we just uh, say thank you again. We just can't say thank you enough, Heavenly Father, Mm -hmm. for everything you've done and what you do for us, Lord. And uh, we just are excited for the future, for what you have in store, Heavenly Father. We just surrender those plans into your hands, Heavenly Father. And Lord, we would pray, Lord, that you would just help us to wait, Lord, wait on you. Let us not worry about the rush of the society we live in, but just continue to wait on you, Lord, Mm -hmm. whatever season that may be, Lord, maybe it's this season, maybe it's next season, maybe it's Not for a while, Heavenly Father, but let us just have joy in the season that Mm -hmm. we're in and uh, not worry about the next season to come, Heavenly Father. Because you have it all under control, Lord. Mm -hmm. And you have the master plan, Lord. And you, knowing that you are in control and have the plan, brings us comfort and joy today, Heavenly Father. And so Lord, we just say thank you. We pray, Lord, your blessings now. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank Amen. you, PJ. Well, you're welcome. Yes. That
0: wraps up another edition of the spot of the God Spot Podcast Powered by Elevated Faith. Have a blessed week. We will see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the God Spot Podcast powered by Elevated Faith. Don't forget, new episodes are released every Monday across social media and your favorite podcast platforms. Can't hear us on your favorite podcast platform? send us an email at godspot at gmail.com and let us know and don't forget for prayer encouragement and much much more check out the elevated faith facebook group the intro and outro music is a song called let it go powered by jay someday music you can find her at soundcloud.com forward slash jay someday or on instagram at jay someday until next week Have a blessed and favored week.